Hey, Chosen fam. Welcome to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About a Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Sarah. And we are two best friends coming together to learn more about God and how we are chosen in Him. Join us here every Tuesday as we dive into God's Word about topics we all face to ultimately seek truth. We would love if you would subscribe and rate this podcast. And be sure to check out the free resources at thechosengirl.com. Let's get this party started. Hey guys, happy Tell Me About It Tuesday. Before we get started with this week's video, we have two quick announcements. So one, our dear friend Annie Moss from The Vintage Pharaoh Jewelry from last week's episode about anxiety is still wanting to offer you guys her code for thevintagesparrowjewelry.com for 20% off and it's code TVS20. That's all caps, no spaces, TVS20, like The Vintage Sparrow. So make sure to go treat yourself today. Treat a friend. You will not be sorry. Also, second thing, in this episode, we refer to a t-shirt launch today that sadly had to be postponed to next week because it rained out our photo shoot. It is very rainy in Nashville this past week. So please disregard that and accept our apology. Good things come to those who wait. So stay tuned for that launch next week. You can keep up with us on our Instagram and Facebook page for more updates. So enjoy this week's show. He's an on-time God. Yes, he is. Sometimes I just need to be reminded, you know? Yes. He's on time. I don't go. Oh my gosh, we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's beautiful. I now understand why my grandmother, whom I did not meet, and even my mother, sing songs like that over themselves. Girl, I know. They needed to be reminded too. Well, like, I was praying this morning, and I was like, God, why have you not worked in this? Mm Mm-hmm. And Hunter was like, how do you know he hasn't? Oh, yeah. We don't have bird's eye view. We I know. See it all. I don't know what he's prevented or mm-hmm. helped mm-hmm. or what he is currently working on. Yeah. You're right. Girl, trust. I don't like it, but I need it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard if you ask. It's like asking the Lord to make you, like, for patience. He will put situations in your life for you to be more patient. Yes. I think that this is just like we're we're alive. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's okay. Yes. Like, I don't know. There's no there's no um stipulations. There aren't any rules really in that or um objectives, I should say. There's no objectives that we're all universally trying to meet out here in our path as far as like following God's will, like that's it. Yes. You totally took that a different direction. I meant like we're we should include this all in the podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh like when I said we're live, I meant like I'm so sorry. But no, that was beautiful. <laughs> it was so beautiful. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you sure you're not eating mm-hmm. Grim Fork? No. <laughs> Feeling no. all the feelings today. Well, healthy, girl, I am. Healthy twos actually start to look like a four. Girl. So I'm going to take that as a compliment and say that I'm healthy. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you are healthy. Oh, my gosh. We are who we are. I know, girl. 
Okay. I love it. Are we gonna are we for real gonna leave this? I think we should. Hey everybody. Hey, what's up? <laughs> this is like Happy e- Tell Me About It Tuesday. We're here. You all made it through another week, and so did we. Yes. And God is still good. He's still on time. And we're just happy to be here to talk about real life. Yes. I think everyone today, like it's Tell Me About It Tuesday. This is going to air September 1st. That's my brother's birthday. Oh my oh. gosh. Happy birthday. Which one? Eric. Happy birthday, Eric. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. I'll have to oh. tell him to listen. Today mm-hmm. is the release date of the Wildflower Collection. <laughs> we have not talked about this oh pre-record. Guys. I mean, we knew it was coming. Yes, but it's so beautiful. And it, I think we may have mentioned it before, but I can't remember. But it feels like tea and um, blankets vinyl records. and vinyl records. Yes. Like, like all things good and pure. And when you think about like a field of wildflowers. Yes. And the feeling that it gives you. That is the feeling that this tea collection gives us. Tea collection. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of like drinking tea and I was like, don't play with me. Like we're in. Y'all, your girl loves some tea. I'm one of those like crazy people, any kind, hot, cold, sweetened, unsweetened. I'm the coffee. She's the tea. Yep. It's a match made in heaven. Amen. Just put some Jenny's ice cream in there, and we're yes. completed yes. mind, body, and soul. <laughs> Spiritual Literally. experience. That's where I find God, at Jenny's ice cream. <laughs> hey, he's in all places. Yes. He meets us everywhere. <laughs> Y'all, seriously, go check out the Wildflower Collection. So, so beautiful. Check out, um, we wrote a little blurb about... What we wanted the collection to be for you and what it means to us as a gift for you. So make sure to go check that out. The verse is Luke 12, I think 13. And if you read it in the message version, it is the most delicately put love story of how much Jesus is so loving and kind toward us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how much thought and consideration he puts toward us. Did you find it? You want to read it? Let me see. You said Luke 12. It's Luke 12, like on down, like maybe 13. That's what I was thinking. I'm 10, looking. maybe 10 through 13. You know how the message is. It clumps it all together. It does clump it all together. But we love you, the message Bible. We don't, we don't, I'm still looking. Girl, it's okay. Y'all, I'll go ahead and say this. Mm-hmm. We had a completely different topic planned to talk about today because seriously, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, Annie Moss freaking brought the fire to the pod talking about anxiety. Yeah, Y'all, she, I seriously feel like chains are going to be broken from that podcast episode. So we had written down on the docket today to talk about the concept of taking up space. Mm-hmm. And that kind of has, like, it kind of goes hand in hand with the Wildflower Collection. Like, you have permission to breathe. Yes. You have permission to be. Yes. You have permission to self-care when Mm -hmm. needed. God has a purpose for you. Yes. You are not bothering God with your prayers. Not at all. You are not bothering God with your burdens, big or small. He can carry it. And you 1,000% have permission to take up space in the world because God created you Mm -hmm. to take up space in the world. Don't let anyone make you feel guilty for being who you are. Absolutely. Or being where you are. Yes. Just, we're all, we're, there's no like, I don't know, sanctioned race here with rules and stipulations. Like, 
where as long as you are headed in the direction that God's calling you, that's that's enough. And I think that there's something to be said, like I'm not saying this as a cop out, like you know how some people use the word, Well, I tried as a cop out. But I'm saying like, y'all, we are all trying. Mm-hmm. And and you know, there's been seasons in my life where I haven't tried. Mm-hmm. But right now, in this season, I think that it's really safe to say, like, we're trying. Like, we're trying to move forward. We're trying to have peace. We're trying to have joy. We're trying to find God in this really weird year that we're having that has been super traumatic for a lot of us. That's, that's what it's all about. Yes, we're trying, and yeah. we're not going to get it right. It's okay if you don't. And we're not perfect. He knows that. It's almost like, do we expect sometimes God to be surprised when we're like, God... I'm not perfect. And God is in heaven going, <gasps> you're like, what? Yes. <laughs> hey, knows? I was totally off on the verse. I had it pulled up. It's 25 through 28. Girl, I found it. Girl, I love I you for you. it. You got it highlighted in my I lavender. sure do. Let me go ahead and read it. Do it. Um, this is twenty Luke 25 through 28 in the message version. Has anyone by fussing before the mirror even gotten taller by so much as an inch? If fussing can't even do that, why fuss at all? Walk into the fields and look at the wildflowers. They don't fuss with their appearance, but have you ever seen color and design quite like it? The ten best-dressed men and women in the country look shabby along them. If God gives so much attention to the wildflowers, most of them never even seen, Mm. don't you think he'll attend to you? Take pride in you. Do his best for you. Chills everywhere. Like... Literally, he takes so much pride, and he does his best for you. What a gift. If he would do that for a wildflower. Wow. How kind. What a kind God. So, so much so. Like, what What a gift. is It's, it's a gift, and it, I'll never fully understand. Right. But you are, you are so cared for. And so cherished and so valued, so intricately and intentionally designed. And you mean to tell me that you might have a sliver of doubt that you are not worth it? That you right. haven't been chosen? That, that's exact. That's the kind of like slip, the tiniest little lip of foothold that the enemy would love for you to believe. Girl. To speak over your life. Mm. Like, I need to have this, like, wow. just by my bathroom mirror, like, every morning. Yes. Same. And, y'all, this is what we wanted, the Wildflower Collection. Like, this is the verse that birthed the Wildflower Collection for Chosen Girl. And, of course, like, we know that it's T-shirts and that it's cute decals. And they are cute. Like, mm-hmm. please don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But we want it to represent something to us and to you guys that's, like, this is such a gift from the Lord yes. that we can celebrate. In a very small way through what we wear, you know, mm-hmm. that our God wants to do good for us and take pride in us. Like, I don't know if y'all have ever, like, had one of those moments, like, as a kid when your parents or your grandparents or even, like, a friend or someone that you think really highly of mm-hmm. is, like, proud of you. Yes. And that just makes you Beam. Like, yes. there is no better feeling when somebody's like, I'm so proud of you. 
Yes. I'll tell you, my husband, he is one of the kindest people ever. You know this because oh y'all are gosh. also best friends. Yes. However, with Hunter, you have to earn a compliment. Mm-hmm. Like, he is not going to sugarcoat it. Mm-mm. Like, if I ask him, like, hey, how do you like this outfit? He's like, mm, I changed the jeans. You need a little bit more of a tailored look. And he's always correct. <laughs> it makes me so mad. <laughs> I'm like, I hate you and I love you at the exact same time. Yes. Um, but whenever he's like, you did a really good job on that. I'm very proud of you. And I'm like, I know that you mean that. And I'm just like bursting. And I'm like, think of the God of the universe. Like he wants to take pride in you. Mm -hmm. Like that's something he wants to do. Yes. And provide for you. Wow. And take care of you. Like what? I know. And we're so honored. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we don't have to work for it. Yeah. We couldn't earn it if we wanted to. So true. And what, man, girl, that's good. That's like solid gold. Like we could probably end right there, but we're not going to. No, because we have so many good <laughs> stuff to talk about. So y'all, we started like saying, hey, let's call this episode Taking Up Space, Taking Up Space. Well, y'all know if we're not hearing about it from the Lord, like in we our spirit, we ain't going to do it. So it kind of is like a modified version of that. Mm-hmm. And we just started writing down what do we need to hear right now? Yes. We need to hear a lot of stuff. Like, I know that you guys join us every every week here on Tuesdays, but there's so much more to the life than just what happens between the 30 to 45 minutes that we talk to you guys on a Tuesday. Yes. And there's a lot of things that are going on in our own lives, and we, we sometimes share that with you all, but there's still other things that we don't share. And so I think a lot of the things that we're feeling are we're not alone in feeling that way, but are yes. inspired by our day-to-day lives that we all know can chip away at our hearts, our energy, our mental and spiritual capacities. Yes. And in our search to be refilled again, these are the things that we we realize that we are needing. Yes. And we thought that if these are statements that are biblical and encouraging and inspiring to us that we need to hear, then mm-hmm. maybe you need to hear them too. Yeah. So we're just going to pour out our hearts here. We literally have a bulleted list of like, me and Liz went back and forth like, what do you need to hear right now? What do you need to hear? So we're just going to touch on a few of these and we pray that this helps someone like as we talk through these things, Mm -hmm. as much as it has helped us just in our time together today, as we have talked and discussed through these things and and looked to the word of God about these things. Because y'all, the truth is, we have a loving father who wants to take pride in us and who wants to provide for us and who wants to do good by us. And he has a word of truth for our lives. But Mm -hmm. we also have an enemy and a world and a culture that is feeding us so many other truths and we, that are not the truth. Yes. That they're claiming to be the truth. Mm -hmm. So we've got to cling to what we know is the actual truth of the word of God and what, what Jesus has literally died so that we could live in that freedom of knowing that truth. And one of the things that Sarah and I had mentioned before we got started was that, um, she made the point like the Lord, that the world is not going to lead you to God. No, the world's not going to lead you to his word. So those who are not of the faith are likely not, they're not going to lead you to him either. And also on that other side is that they're not going to validate what God has called you to do. Right. If you are seeking for the world to tell you that 
all the things that you have been chosen, that you're enough, that you are called, that you're justified, all these things, the world's not going to tell you that. Right. So we need to stop our search looking for something where we know it's not going to be found. Yes. I don't go looking for my stapler in the fridge. So we shouldn't start, we shouldn't turn to the world to look for the message that God has us. That's so good. (laughs) That's so good. And if I really think about like when I get out of my spiritual rhythm and when I'm not being, you know, the friend to God that he has been to me Mm -hmm. and having conversations and listening for his voice and, and seeking him out and drawing near to him. um, It's so easy for me to fall into the, discontentment yeah that just so naturally comes like with not being linked up with god yeah Mm -hmm. like there's always a longing for more like it's never enough it's that god-sized vacuum right that you always mention i love that it is a vacuum we'll never have enough and that's That's right you know and and god is the only thing that can consistently like stop that vacuum Love that. You immediately it's like this is the only thing that could, you know, satisfy immediately my brain. Hamilton. <laughs> Satisfied. <laughs> I toast to, to the, the groom. groom. <laughs> but for real, God we is have the only a thing problem. That's... Oh my gosh. We do, but it's okay. I have to tell what happened today. Yes. yes. Y'all, between me getting off work and us coming to record. I was spraying in my yard for weeds because I am an elderly lady. (laughs) And I was in my front yard and my neighborhood, like I live in a little neighborhood um, here in Lebanon. And um, I hear like this hardcore rap in this little black car coming by my house. And it's these two like really brawny looking guys and they slow down. As they're passing by my house, and I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, you know, every female's heart drops mm-hmm. when you're like, what is happening right now? Right, right. And I'm not judging rap because I listen to rap myself. But I just thought, oh, gosh, this car is slowing down. What is happening? Mm-hmm. There's a group yeah. of guys in the car. Like, I don't know what's happening right now. Not judging anyone. Y'all, they were listening to Hamilton. <laughs> Like, all I hear is, I am Hercules Mulligan. And I'm like, and I turn around, I go, yes. (laughs) With my ortho weed killer, girl. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So immediately I start videoing and send it to Liz. Me and Liz and my sister have a group message called the Skyler Sisters. Um, Anyway, back to Jesus. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) But yes, you're right. Like, only God can satisfy. Um, But let's just read some of the things that we have on this list and then. Let's just go with the flow. Let's do it. So um, Sarah asked, this was my first response, and what do you need? And I said to stop stop beating yourself up. Mm. And I need to hear that. And um, I will also emphasize that you might need to hear that too. Yes. Um, things in my life have changed. My job has changed a little bit. We're in the middle of a pandemic, And I've been trying to adapt and to grow and to do my very best. And I get frustrated with myself because I just don't feel like I'm doing enough. It's not that I'm not enough. I'm just not doing enough in the realm that I can control. Yeah. And I just needed to hear, stop beating yourself up. Like, no one asked you to be perfect. So good. Like, the Lord knows that you, and it's literally impossible. Why are you chasing the impossible? Yeah. What you do, what you can, what you can control is like doing your best. Yeah. 
And the question is, are you putting forth your best effort? These are the conversations I have inside my head to get me through and to like to stop the chaos. Because if I don't address it within my own mind and my own habits, it just kind of spirals out of control. And I'm like, that's not that's not representative of who I am or no. the God that I serve. And so for me, I just have to stop in those moments and address it. So to you who who feels like you're not getting it or you're not doing enough or you may not feel like you are enough, stop beating yourself up. Yes, that's so true. Are you stop don't you don't have to live your life to a standard that no one actually gave you stipulations or expectations for. Right. Like I had one of my coworkers said all the rules were made up. And when I asked for his response for what he's learned during COVID and I was like, Oh yeah. A lot of the rules that we place in our lives and a lot of the expectations, a lot of the things, the standards that we hold ourselves so high to, especially ones that are even outside the word of God are just made up. Yes. And so we should stop beating ourselves up and expecting a standard and start expecting our best. I think, too, like, following that, like, down a rabbit trail, like, Mm -hmm. a healthy one. Yeah. Like, here we go. Okay. So, let's say, um, I know yesterday we were talking about something that one of us screwed up on, Mm -hmm. and it was, in the big scheme of things, very small. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, man, I can't believe I forgot that. You know. Yes. It's my life. (laughs) Yes. Seriously, both of us. Both of us have have shared this with each other many, many times, mm-hmm. but it just so happened to happen yes- yesterday as well. Okay, so you forgot that. Okay, did you apologize to the person that you forgot to tell them whatever? Mm-hmm. Yes, you apologized to that person. Okay, did you try to make up for it? Yes, tried mm-hmm. to make up for it. Okay, what is the worst thing now that can happen? Okay, they can message you back upset with you that you were irresponsible. They can message you back and say okay, like, I totally understand. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. You're like, okay, I messed up. Like, next time, remember to write it down. Right. Like, it's okay. Yeah. And for me, oh, my gosh, sometimes I even beat myself up with the term, like, did you ever have a boss or anything tell you, well, do better next time? No. <gasps> thankfully oh, not. my gosh. That would have ruined my pride. That statement. Like, do better next time. Like, okay, thank you for that fake encouragement, but no. Like, yeah. but it's one thing, like, hearing that from someone else, but it's another thing, like, if I'm like, Sarah, it's okay. Just write it down next yeah. time. Grace. Grace upon grace. Yes. Like, you would have grace if someone else forgot something on you. Mm-hmm. Or I would hope that I would. So, please show that grace to yourself. Yeah. And if someone else doesn't have that grace to give, we're not going to judge them for that. That's okay. Yeah, it's all good. I'm not making light of, like, forgetting major things. Like, right. But you cannot just torture yourself. You're also human. You want yes. to make mistakes. Even, like, let's talk about this. With, like, big sins. We've had someone write in before and say, I'm having trouble yeah. beating myself up over things that I did in the past. And the thing is, we cannot change. No, we can't change the past. The past. There is no way. Mm-hmm. Jesus came so that we have hope for a future. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to cling to. Amen. And I'm also a firm believer in using the past to influence not only yourself, but the people around you with testimony mm-hmm. um, to prevent those toxic actions or that sin from happening again. 
isn't isn't it like Rafiki from The Lion King that's just like, yeah, the past the past can hurt. Either you can learn from it or you can run from it. Oh, he says something yes. like that, but it's just like, yeah, that Again, that is also Disney. just. Thank you. Right. Comfort. But it's so true. You have there's an opportunity. You can learn from it and you can grow from it. But that's a conscious choice. Yes. And just like I have to run through my head these list of questions to help me get through however I'm feeling so I can get past it and focus on what I need to focus on, you know, it might be hard at first and that's okay. Yes. But just don't hide from it. Don't run from it. Just address it. Yes. Because the thing is we just we wrote this down as one of the bullet points it's okay to make mistakes Mm -hmm. like that's not our goal Mm -hmm. but the thing is you will make mistakes Mm -hmm. it's inevitable like we are human beings Mm -hmm. that's not our goal that's not what we want to do nobody like screws up and they're like oh man congrats like (laughs) no (laughs) we want to be good and we want to be better we want to be like jesus but i feel like for me this is getting really deep 2020 has taught me that Maybe, like, obviously, there are things about God's Word that are black and white because it is written Mm -hmm. in God's Word. And the words that Jesus said, the words in red, like, those are true and those are real. And I know that there's some interpretation to a certain point, but Mm -hmm. also to another certain point, like, that's what Jesus said. Right. But also, I can be so harsh on myself with the concept of God's purpose for my life. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. That kind of goes along with this. I did not write this down. That's okay. No, that's okay. This, this is good. I feel like there's this proverbial, like, God's plan. Yeah. Where you're like, when you're 18 and you graduate from high school or when you're in college, you're supposed to know the purpose for your life. And that is not right. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. <laughs> that is not right. And that's a wow. part of Chosen. We've got dip, daily yeah. pursuit, identity in Christ, and then purpose in Him. Mm-hmm. But like, we've got to stop using this word of like God's plan and purpose and throwing it around, creating so much pressure on mistakes and sin that we will commit mm-hmm. like because we are human. Again, we don't want to do that. That is yeah. not the goal. This is right. not justifying any of that. But also like, please know that when we mess up, like I'm, I'm 1000% sure that God even has grace for plan like double F. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Triple Z. Yeah. Like God has grace for all of that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we need to be really careful about how we use the term God's plan as it pertains to us being hard on ourselves. Yeah. Because no joke, ask any Christian in the nation, do you want God's plan for your life? Uh, duh. Yeah. Yes. But then you like fret over all those decisions that impact that very, like, if you're following God's plan or not. And I just can't, you know, I think back to, like, high school, Liz, and am I where I thought I would be? No. Right, same. I'm not even, I don't know. No. I don't know. And I'm just like, (laughs) but at the same time, I was so, don't get so caught up on what you feel like you're supposed to be Versus who you're supposed to be. Yes. Oh, that's the so good, The world would love to just like put you in a box and say, yeah, God, since God gave you this gift, this is what you, what you were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And you start down that path and you may not find fulfillment in what you've right. spent your whole life chasing after. And that's okay. But as long as you are chasing after the person God has made you to be. Yes. Who you are. Your, your character. 
like your faith, your love, like those things, that is what matters far more than any physical thing you could do. And I think that we find completeness in that when we find that we are chasing after Jesus himself. Yes. Mm -hmm. Not the idea of who we are supposed to be ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like when you're chasing after Jesus and his will and his way and his way of doing life that's recorded in the word, Mm -hmm. that's when it falls into place. It's kind of like the theory that you begin to imitate your best friends. Mm -hmm. You are an average of your five closest friends. If one of Did your you f- tell me that? I, I read know. that somewhere the other day. I don't know. It's just something strange, I mean, you know. Anyway. But, but it's truth, though. It is. And um, my, my dad always had a saying: "What you practice becomes a part of you." If you practice having a good moral compass, if you practice doing right, if you practice kindness, if you practice self-discipline, those things will become a part of you. Yeah, that's so true. And so I think it's just. Um, it's there's so much more than what you can actually do. Don't forget it's about who you are. So good. So good. The next one that you answered is gold. Mm-hmm. And it's the fact that no one is timing you. Girl, slow down. Right. So good. It's okay. Thank God for COVID that we all had a time to chill. Did you ever to think take you'd a say that? No. <laughs> no. Thank God for it, but also God make it go away simultaneously. Just a little bit. Simultaneously. I can't speak. Yeah. But it's it's been it's to some degree it's been a good thing. And even if you've been going through a rough patch, I challenge you to either look for the the glimmers of gold, just the silver linings, all the good things that have come out of COVID. And if you don't know, honey, ask the Lord. He'll humble you. Yes. And he will let you know all the good that has been going on. I mean, and you can go as little as just thinking for the tiniest things. Like, God, thank you for letting me go to the grocery store, and I got toilet paper without having to fight an old lady this week. Right. <laughs> like, that sounds crazy, but back in March, how many people were looking for milk, for formula, know, for toilet paper, so for diapers? I mean, I'm thinking of mothers and things, but, you know, I'm just, who were looking for basic necessities. Right, didn't I went it. to the grocery store, and I didn't have to fight for my basic necessities. Or I even had money to go to the grocery store. Right. Coming, like, with a grateful heart. Well, and the thing is, I feel like we're so, in a way, like, in our culture, entitled Mm -hmm. to, like, how convenient everything is. And that that entitlement almost leads us to the mindset is, oh, we won't have hardships. We live in the year 2020. We're in, you know, like... We're in the 21st century. We have computers at our fingertips, and we wait for nothing. And I'm not saying that God caused all the crap shows that have happened in this year to happen because God is good. However, he can teach us some valuable lessons. And, like, I think of Mm -hmm. the the women that, that came before us that lived through, like, World War II. Yeah. And World War One, and and women's suffrage, and and all of these things, and how hard it must have been with literally all the men being off at war, and women literally running the country. Yeah, or back at home, men telling you what you can can't do, you can't read, you can't learn, you can't do this. Right. I mean, there's so many things. Like, it's crazy. Well, and even we're so, we're, we should be thankful. Yes, like racially, like our grandmothers mm-hmm. would not have been able to go to high school together. Like, that is crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Like, that's literally two generations away from us. Like, that's in yeah. our life, not in our lifetime, but connected to our lifetime. 
realistically, my great-great-grandparents were slaves. Liz. My grandmother was born in 1920, which, let's just say, for example, if her parents had her at the age of 20. Right. That's 1900. Okay. Their yeah. parents, that's only 40 years, were likely slaves. Man. Which, I can say that I know for a fact that my great-great-grandfather was alive when Abraham Lincoln was alive. He was 107 when he died. <gasps> what? Yeah. <laughs> In the in the late sixties, oh, one lifetime. Oh my goodness! Yeah, in which my dad knew him. Yes. They were very close, and that is a crazy thing that we are. I mean, just a lifetime away. Just in, wow, we have so much to be grateful for. Wow, for for progress' sake. That's so true, and like, I think that like of course the inconvenience and not to mention the actual sickness and illness that yes. people have suffered through with with COVID. It mm. has been a hard year on us. It's all relative, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. think that sometimes we forget, like, we're not the only generation that has gone through hardships. Yes. And also, this kind of leads to something that I have written down that 2020 can teach us, is that I'm not saying that 2020 was God's plan, but I'm saying um, God's plan is not always smooth. No, I mean, like, look at all the examples. If you go back to the Old Testament, right? who had a completely smooth sailing? No one. Not a single person. Because we all we already know that the Lord's Word tells us that, like, let everything be to glorify God. He will bring you through hardships so that He can be glorified. Because He's worthy. Not yes. because you did anything wrong. Not because it's not a punishment. you didn't send that email chain that you got like right, in 2004. Yes. yes. <laughs> but simply so because so the Lord can be glorified. Yes. And if we if we address everything um, and count it all joy and count every opportunity, I mean, every moment as like, God, I am feeling X way, but I know that you are in control. And please, like, just use me to let you be like, I want you to be glorified through this. Yes. He will gladly oblige and take you up on that. I think that's like the whole point. Like I'm learning. I am not there Mm -hmm. of trusting God. Yeah. Because if you trust a direction that he's calling you in, if you trust a relationship that he's called you to or, or whatever, he will equip you to Mm -hmm. get through it. However, even Jesus says in this world, you're going to have trouble, but take heart. Yes. I've overcome the world. Mm-hmm. So we're promised that we can overcome through him. However, we're not promised that it's going to be easy. Yeah. And I think that it's really important that we don't confuse comfort for confirmation. Yes. Yes. That's something that we literally just, when we like made those two <laughs> C words, when we were making our notes, we're like, <laughs> that is it. Like mm-hmm. comfort is not confirmation. Like I feel like we have this stigma of like comfort Christian culture. Wow. Yeah. Lots of alliterations here today. Lots of it. Um, that, oh, if I'm in God's will, it's going to be so awesome. And mm-hmm. I'm going to have smooth sailing and everyone's going to love me. Mm-hmm. And everyone's going to accept this. And everyone is going to make it so easy on me. Yes. And um, the world is going to smile upon me with its favor. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Can gosh. y'all sense my sarcasm? Stop. It's it just don't it don't it doesn't always happen that way. 
There will be people in your life who have been incredibly blessed. And from your perspective, it'll look like they had a smooth ride to the top. Right. But that's not, that's just your perception. Right. Unless you know their story personally, which I've never heard or seen anyone great that had, that got where they were without a single ounce of hardship, struggle, anything like that. Because if we didn't have that, we would give the glory to ourselves. If we could overcome all the battles we face, that's right. we would never give glory to the one who deserves it. Yes. And it's all about learning to trust God. Like, mm-hmm. God, even though this is uncomfortable right now, am I still going to follow? Yeah. Am I still going to trust? Yeah. Despite. And, of course, I think of the most iconic Christian song of all time in our generation is Oceans. <laughs> you know? Like, yes. it's the unknown. Like, it's where you're being called. Yeah. Like, take me deeper. Yeah. Where I can't touch. Mm-hmm. Where I'm treading water. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is such an accurate depiction in the form of a metaphor about, like, how God's will does feel sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes you're like, okay, where are you at, God? I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like, I came out. Yes. I came out upon the waters. And I think of Peter, like, going along with the water. Mm-hmm. Like, he... He stepped out, and yeah. he was walking, and then he looks down, mm-hmm. and he's like, whoa, God, whoa, and then, or whoa, Jesus, he was talking directly yeah. to Jesus, and then he puts his eyes back on Jesus, and he's, yeah, he's okay. I look, you know, this is one of our, y'all, for y'all that are listening, you know, if you go back to one of our early, early episodes, I know that's when we talked about this. Yes. Oh, I love that episode. Yes, me OG too. OG Chosen Girl. Thank yes. y'all for listening if you're an OG. <laughs> yes. But that's the thing. Like, you know, if if Jesus had intentions to let Peter fall, he would have fell instantly. It said he began to sink. I he remember you pointing that sink. out. Which doesn't happen with gravity. No, it does not. And buoyancy. Sometimes the Lord will let you... When you take your eyes off, he'll let you feel the surrounding or the environment that you have put yourself in by taking your eyes away from him. Right. And then to to and to physically divert your eyes back to where it needs well, to be. Well, and that's just what naturally happens when our eyes get off Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not a punishment. It's just what happens. Yeah. Because if you're in the unknown without your GPS. Yes. <laughs> You're going to get lost. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the unknown of God's will and what you feel like he's called you to, and you kind of feel like you're in limbo, mm-hmm. you're going to get lost without his direction. Yeah. You totally will. Man, metaphors on metaphors. But it's so real. But it is. But all of this is say that it's okay to be uncomfortable where you are. Yes. And, still, and that is not denying that God's will for your life is incorrect. Yes. Or that you didn't hear him incorrectly because it's not easy. Right. Comfort is not confirmation. That's so good. I think we have time for like one more bullet. Yeah, let's do it. Which one should we pick? Um, yes. You can have peace regardless. Sarah, <sighs> tell me about that. You made that point and it was so good because peace is like, I just think about driving a car and you don't, you're, you have a full tank of gas, your tires have been rotated, the peace that you're going to get where you're going. And then that peace, how it's taken, if you don't feel like you have everything. So 
you can have peace regardless. Yes. If your vehicle has all the things or not. Right, right, right. Tell us about that. Okay. So the word that I think of with this, um, with this statement is that peace is not contingent mm-hmm. upon. So it's kind of like you hear the metaphor between like happiness and joy. And this is just my experience. I'm obviously like not a not a like therapist or whatever. Um you think of happiness versus joy. And I've always heard that like happiness can be like a condition in which you feel mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I'm so happy when I am spooning on the couch watching Netflix mm-hmm. with a bag of skinny pop and M&M's. My favorite snack. <laughs> oh my gosh. Two yes. kernels of skinny pop, one M&M kernel. Perfect ratio of sweet to salty. Yes. Just for anyone who is wondering. That is, <laughs> that That's all I have to say about peace. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. But, okay, so like that makes me happy. Yes. But joy is what Jesus has placed in my heart yes. that no matter what kind of day I'm having, I can still feel the joy. And my happiness may be mm-hmm. a condition that can come and go, but my joy is a foundation of who I am Ooh. because of Jesus. It's Yeah. It's a, I love And that. I want to have joy and also be happy. Mm-hmm. But sometimes your circumstances don't always make you happy. Because life, period. Because life, period. That's it. Yes. But joy... Almost like, I don't know if y'all have ever gone through a hard time, but somehow you felt God through it because that's just how good God is. Yes. Lord. And I picture it like, have y'all ever seen like a thunderstorm coming down, but yet like the sun is shining in part mm-hmm. of the sky? Or you've seen rain. I was actually going through a season a while ago where I felt some, I felt the heaviness of anxiety mm-hmm. and of the world. And but I still could feel the joy too. Yeah. And I was driving to the grocery store one night, and it was really really cloudy from where it had just thunderstormed. And I saw going from one cloud to another, just a very small area of the sky, very small, a little portion of a rainbow. Mm-hmm. And it was like God just met me right there in that season. Yes. And it was like this is joy. Like yes. this is joy. Like you, mm. like even amongst the the storm that is shaking the trees, that is making everything wet, that is making it hard to drive, mm-hmm. you still have this joy. Mm-hmm. And you still have this beautiful thing that is showing you all of these colors amongst dark clouds. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Like, that's a miracle of God. And that also represents God's promise. Like, right. you know, that's that's no coincidence. So that's that's like my analogy of happiness and joy. But I feel like, or, yeah, happiness versus joy. Mm-hmm. But also peace is something that you can feel despite of what is going on around you that could seriously steal your peace. Yes. So I don't. we talked about anxiety last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel like it's the same thing, like, with peace and comfort yeah. as it is with happiness and joy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, I can have a foundation of peace in my life because that's what Jesus wants to offer. He's actually called the Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. And even when he, right before he ascended into heaven, he said, peace I give you, peace I leave you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So peace is very important to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, like, because it's important to Jesus for us to have it, that means that that is something that I, I should shoot for. But peace, I feel like, is something that you have to work for. 
Yes. In my opinion. He, not work for to receive it from God, because God is freely giving it, mm-hmm. but almost to combat that It's like you have to defend the world. your peace. You have to defend your because, peace. I feel that. Because the world would love to come for it. Yes. And we talked about, I know what, a couple of weeks ago, um, C.S. Lewis, and essentially yes. he would love to distract you. Those distractions chip away at your peace yes. so easily and over time. But yes. you're right. You, you, have to, you have to battle for that peace. That is so true. Um I was okay. So I was looking like just thinking about defensive like b- having to defend your peace. Mm-hmm. Um it's one of the armors of God. Yes. It's um the feet fitted of readiness that comes mm-hmm. from the gospel of peace. Yes. We I feel like we don't talk about that one as much. And you know, we use the term the gospel, uh-huh. but it is a, the gospel of peace. The gospel of Jesus Christ is a gospel of peace for our life. You know, because we know we win in the end yes. through Jesus. In case you ever wonder, gospel is good news. Gossip is bad news. The mm. good news of peace. Yes, that's what we're that's what we're after. Peace is good news. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. So I hope that my analogy made sense. Like peace is a foundation that you have to defend. That you have like, kind of like the whole weeds and seeds thing. Mm-hmm. I have to plant seeds of of peace in my life to make sure that I groom and water those particular vines in my life mm-hmm. because the weeds of anxiety and discord and strife are going to naturally grow mm-hmm. in this world no matter what. Yes. So I've almost got to like upkeep my peace. <laughs> Me. Okay, I've got a farming a farming analogy for you. Do it, girl. In case you did not know, that basil and tomato they really need to grow together. And the reason is that basil is so fragrant that it deters the um, this moth, this caterpillar that loves to eat at tomato plants. Not only do they grow well together, but they taste well together. That's right. And so those moths are like those gross things. And if you put that basil there, if you water your, if you water and feed your basil, yes. it'll help your tomato. Everything else just flourish along. Yes. That's a little farming tidbit for you. So good. <laughs> And and just like if you take if you're wondering like how do I defend peace? Well, you know, the word says, Hey, be anxious for nothing, mm-hmm. but pray about everything. Yes. So like there's a there's like, okay, we're going to be anxious, so you need to pray. Mm-hmm. Like there is a direct like action yes. that needs to be taken mm-hmm. for that. Because sometimes peace does not come naturally. Joy does not come naturally. Right. Yeah. You've got to harvest those things mm-hmm. and you've got to um, accumulate those things in your life as a part of your foundation that you can go back to. And I think that that's just getting in the Word, that's spending time with God. Yeah. And and the Word says, if you draw near to God, He's going to draw near to you. And a practice that um, my dear friend Whitney Simpson, we need to link her podcast on oh our page gosh. because her morning meditations podcast is a gift. So, like, peaceful. It's just it's so, so peaceful. It's called Exploring Peace yeah. with Whitney R. Simpson. She's a dear friend mm-hmm. of mine. She lives in my neighborhood and she is a merchant here on the square in Lebanon. She's amazing. She has the yoga studio here. Um, but to, in today's practice that I listened to, she was like inhale the words Jesus, draw me close. And then exhale closer Lord to you. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the goal with every breath. Draw yeah. me close, Lord. Yes. Draw me close. Wow. And when I'm close to him, that's when I find peace. Mm-hmm. Amen. Girl. That's so That's good. what we needed to hear. That is what we needed to hear. 
That is what we, we hope that's to what hear. you need to hear too. Mm-hmm. This has been wonderful. It's been so peaceful to talk about these things. Every time. Yes. You know, I, if nothing else, I love that the Lord has been kind enough to meet Sarah and I both here and you here with us in this moment. It was not without thought and intention. Like you're here with a purpose. You were supposed to hear this message today. Absolutely. Just as just as we literally changed our plan because these are the things that we needed to hear. And we hope that this helps you um, latch on to the freedom that you've already been given and that you feel peaceful, that you address the, the feelings of anxiety or that you're not enough, that this helps equip you with yes. the things to tackle that's not of the Lord. Yes. That are That's trying to put a foothold in your life. Like this is, if you have not granted yourself permission to do this these things, it. this is it. You mm-hmm. can take up space. You matter. God made you for a reason. Mm-hmm. This is what you needed to hear. And um, I feel led to say that God is wanting to give you peace. Mm-hmm. God is wanting to give you purpose. Mm-hmm. God is wanting to complete all the empty parts in your life. I think all we have to do is say yes and start cultivating. That's it. That's it. He doesn't want to withhold it from you. No. Luke 12, y'all. Consider the wildflowers. So good. Oh, you guys are going to love it. We love you. We're so excited just like for the art, for the collection to come out and we would love to hear your feedback. So if you get the merch, if you check out the verse and it resonates with you, please tell us. Yes. And we love you guys. We hope y'all have an awesome week and we'll see you back here next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girls Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.